0: Welcome to our podcast, Chill Out Mama. We're your co-host. I'm Sabria. And I'm Crystal. Motherhood is a beautiful struggle. Do you focus on the struggle more than the beauty? We are two friends navigating the pressures of today's moms. In this space, we share transparently about worries, stress, and anxiety that we face in motherhood. This beautiful struggle isn't meant to be tackled alone. Come along with us on this journey and let's chill out together. Welcome to this week's episode of Chill Out Mama with Crystal and Sabria. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about, I am so over this. We know that we've been home for about six weeks now collectively, and we wanted to just talk about how to reframe your thoughts, shift some things so that you can. So in looking at the definition of psychological reframing, this technique, consists of identifying and then changing the way situations, experiences, events, ideas, and or emotions are viewed. So basically, once you challenge these thoughts and feelings or emotions, you can change the way you view them. So we came up with a list of ideas and emotions that could be challenged during this time.
1: Yeah, and um, we came up with these because these are some of the things that we are feeling or we've heard that some people are experiencing at this time, Um, especially with us kind of reaching this month and a half mark. And actually, for some people, it's probably been closer to eight weeks, you know, depending on where you are, um, that we've been in this quarantine, social distancing situation. So... We're going to be helping ourselves talk through some things, and hopefully you find this to be helpful for you as well.
0: Yes. So,
1: so one, the first one of the things. That... Oh. Go ahead. So one of the things that I've heard um, quite a bit recently um, was people feeling guilt. Um, it's very close to when. Um, so a traumatic event happens or just something bad happens and you survive, there's something called survivor's guilt. Like, why am I the one that survived? Um, you actually feel guilty about maybe doing well or being happy. So there are so many people right now during this pandemic that either, you know, are having financial troubles, emotional troubles, um, and then there are some of us that really haven't skipped a beat. You know, the paychecks are still coming in. Um, all we have to do is work from home. There has really been very little disruption to our lives in a negative way. And some people that are in that boat feel guilty for relaxing, for enjoying their family, things like that. And have you heard about that at all, Sabria? People feeling guilty?
0: Yeah, definitely. Because like even when it comes to school for our children, some people have the ability to log in online from their computers and then They feel guilty about other children not being where they want to be or having what they need to get things done. So yeah, I've heard the gamut of that.
1: Yeah. And I think we get the, we start feeling guilty and what we're really, what I really think we're tapping into is compassion Mm -hmm. where, or, or empathy for some, what someone else is going through, but guilt implies that we've done something wrong and that's where the problem comes in. So if you feel guilty for enjoying your family, then you're taking the joy away from enjoying your family because now you've labeled it as, as it's wrong because someone else isn't enjoying their family or can't. So the reframe for guilt, I think, would be to shift your mind or to, sh- to shift your perspective to just being grateful for what you do have and the, experience, the positive experiences that you're having in this time, even though other people may not be having the same experience.
0: Yes, for sure. And, you know, when this first started, gratitude was one of the first things I expressed because Mm -hmm. we, when we decided to move in December, we weren't, or actually, let me backtrack. We weren't sure that we were going to move. Z was here in Charlotte. I was in Houston. And we initially said that we would stay, I would stay in Houston with the boys until May and Z would be here in Charlotte. So immediately mm. I was grateful that we were not there and we were all here together to be together, to be able to do this together.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. So,
0: because if it had gone another way, it might not have
1: been as pleasant for
0: me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you in particular, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that is okay to focus on you. How would this have affected me? Thank you, Jesus, that that did not right. happen. <laughs>
0: I'm grateful
1: that we're home and we have yeah. a home. Yeah, um, I've, I've just been really grateful that um, for both me and Kevin, that we've both been able to really seamlessly transition to working from home. I know not not everyone has had that kind of transition, um, but like I've been able to see my clients just as consistently. I've actually had more clients um, signing up. So I can't feel bad that I'm still able to provide a service that my clients want and need, yeah, I'm grateful that um, I'm in the field that I'm in, but I'm also grateful that it was it wasn't difficult for me to transas- transition to home, and I'm grateful that my clients still wanted to continue our work together, even though it transitioned to online. so I remember hearing um, someone else say that they had to be grateful for the fact that they could st- they still had provision, they were still able to work because now maybe they can donate food. Or they can, you know, serve people, use their gifts and talents in a way to help people through this time that if they didn't have it, they wouldn't be able to do. So the gratitude is not just for you. It's also for those that you can help. So like Sabria, you were grateful because now you are a much less stressed out mom than you probably would have been if you were in Texas.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: You're a much more pleasant person than you probably would have been had it not happened that way. And that's great for your entire family.
0: Hmm. it really is Hmm. and something else about gratitude it's not about like all things it, you, you could focus on your basic needs like are you do you have a place to live right now and you're protected you're not homeless um, yeah. you are able to get food um, your family is safe within the walls of your house like those are simple things to be grateful for during this time we mm-hmm. shouldn't take those things for granted
1: yes and experience the joy that comes from being able to experience that and acknowledge it. You don't have to feel guilty for that. Yeah. Because you didn't do,
0: you, do anything wrong. That was powerful.
1: Yeah. You didn't do anything wrong. And the other thing is, think about this. Do you think your guilt is helping the person that isn't in the better situation? Is that helping them at all? Nope. So it's really has no point that That is one of those emotions, kind of like we've talked about worry. It takes a lot of energy to feel it and to keep yourself in that guilty place, and it helps absolutely no one. Mm -hmm. So shift from guilt to gratitude.
0: Yeah, that's good. And you brought up worry, so let's go there. Okay. So oftentimes worry and anxiety takes over our lives. Um, It makes us lose sleep. We've talked about that before, especially now. It causes insomnia. Um, Mm -hmm. You worry about everything that's occurring, um, even small things. So we said we should shift that worry to wisdom. And in doing that, think about times when you were home because maybe you were on vacation. That's a simple one. You had a staycation, you were home. You still had everything you needed, even though there was a pandemic going on right now. Use that wisdom to reframe your thoughts. I still Mm -hmm. have what I need. Um, I'm still safe. Mm -hmm. And I'm still, you're not connected. Like you want to be to your family and friends outside of your home, but you still have them just have to be creative and tapping into those avenues.
1: Definitely. Definitely. And I think also um, with worry, using wisdom in kind of discerning if your worry is reasonable or unreasonable. Mm -hmm. So if you're worried about going, okay, so the, the country is starting to open up, right? I'm in Georgia. We were the first ones to, one of the first to do that. So a lot of people got really anxious and worried that the cases are going to go up now. We hadn't even reached the peak, all these different things. So, but instead of staying in that place of worry about what's getting ready to happen, What I can do, and it's reasonable. I think that is reasonable to worry about what's going to happen next now that some of those restrictions have been taken away. But I can shift my mind to wisdom. How do I need to act now? Now that I do have maybe more freedom to go where I want to go, do I need to go get my nails done? Is that wise? (laughs) Do I need to go get a tattoo and go bowling? Probably not. So I'm not going to do that. And so that reduces the worry about me and my household. Yeah. So just use wisdom. The government can make whatever decisions they want to make. But ultimately, even with the restrictions, we all still had to use our own personal wisdom. Mm -hmm.
0: And, you know, another worry, like for me right now, like, are we going to be able to go to the beach this summer? I think about that.
1: Me too. Yeah.
0: But I don't let it take over my mind to where I'm. Um, what's the word I'm looking for to where I'm just immobile and I can't do anything. I'm not just stopping mm-hmm. living my life because I'm worried about going to the beach. I still have to live.
1: Yes. And one of my favorite words is ruminating. Do you remember yes. that word? From grad school? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. That's one of those uh, therapist words was basically you're chewing on the same thought over and over and over again with no resolution. So no Look at it this way.
0: If you're chewing on a piece of gum for mm-hmm. an hour, the pink bubble gum that the comes mm-hmm. out of the baseball card wrapping, let's use that piece of gum. If you're yes. chewing on it for an hour, think about what that does to your teeth. Think about what that worry does to your body. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yep. not- so that gets you out of that cycle of just, and there's no resolution to it. So if you're just ruminating on the thought of am I going to be able to go to the beach this summer? Or in my case, are my girls going to be, what kind of birthday party are they going to be able to have? You know, yeah. and or I'm just, I'm I'm anxious about, are they going to be okay not having this kind of party? Or my, my plans not going the way I wanted them to go instead of shifting to, let me just be wise about how we can celebrate. Yeah. Let me get, yeah. let me be wise. We bought a pool to put in the backyard. So we probably right. won't be able to go to the pool this summer. So, before everybody else starts thinking about it, I'm going to go buy a pool. <laughs> so we'll put that it back there.
0: <laughs> You should have told me before we started recording.
1: <laughs> but we'll order yours before we, before we put this out for everyone to listen. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? I'm not sure what's going to happen in June, July. It gets hot. That's one of the things we usually do, either go to the beach or to the pool a lot. I said, so we need to go ahead and start creating this at home. So that yeah. there's no anxiety or worry or disappointment that has to come along with that. We got it. We're, we're all set. So that's what we mean by wisdom. Get out of worrying about something and try to get to, I guess it's almost getting to the solution. Yeah. Or just, is this something that I need to expend energy on? Because worrying does take quite a bit of energy.
0: A lot. And it's draining. Yeah. Extremely and you, can't, you don't want to sleep your life away because that's not healthy either.
1: Yeah, oh, yes, definitely. And, you know,
0: something that you said, creating this at home. So I have been reframing my thoughts when I am doing things. So if I decide to cut my nails or wash my hair, I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful to have a salon at home. <laughs> and I know it's silly, but it just reminds me that I am able to do these things myself. It's nice, mm-hmm. yes, to be have someone do them for you. But it puts you in the mind frame of I'm in the spa right now, and you it mm-hmm. shifts your mood. Put on some meditation music, like I love those things.
1: Yes, we we can create these moments for ourselves instead of just being stuck on the fact that we don't have it, right? And don't know when we will have it again. That just is what it is. That's the reality. So yeah. then, what can you do? What can you do? What's the next thought? What's what's the next thing you can do? Use wisdom, and if it is something that's something that you have control over they make a change if it isn't you probably need to let it go
0: yeah and remember we're challenging these thoughts so challenge the worry challenge the guilt
1: yep so the next one um i think i might have said this word but we're going to go to disappointed i think this is like because this started basically in the first quarter of 2020 which was going to be like this huge year for everybody, you know, it was 2020 clarity. There was all these words we were going to be, you know, things we're going to be working on. Everybody had all these big plans for what 2020 was going to be. And then this happened in what late February, early March. And we basically can't really say if any of that stuff is really going to happen when it came to like trips, and celebrations things like that all that has been canceled and a lot of people are very very disappointed In like I've seen people just kind of posting let's just cancel 2020. Yeah. Because everything I wanted to do it basically looks like it isn't going to happen or we can't really make any plans and that's kind of how we find joy in the year is having goals and plans and things that we're working towards but what you can do is, although you may be disappointed that the, the 2020 you plan for isn't happening that way, you can develop a new plan. That's what yes. we're going to reframe it to, develop a new goal, develop a new plan, develop, just develop something different because it's already different, right? <laughs> so then mm-hmm. you can develop something within that different.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I would also say develop um, new hobbies, develop a Mm -hmm. business plan. I can't remember which one I saw, but I think one of the big social media platforms was developed during a time where there was downtime.
1: Mm. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: If you have a great idea and you've said, I should do this, or I have this idea for that, now is a great time to develop that. And there's so many people willing to reach out to other people, reach out to someone who has created a business and talk to them about their ideas about it.
1: Definitely. Yes. I've, I've seen that a lot of places. There were, um, when this first started, I remember someone saying, um, be aware of the jobs that you're seeing that are still going or that need to be, de- need to be developed or maybe um, products that needed to be developed within this pandemic. And you be the one to do it. You be yeah. the one to fill in these gaps that we're now that we're seeing um and then when you come out of this, you have that business plan or you have that book written or you have that that class that you can you know have available for people so although not everyone has the time available to develop something new like a product, you can do self development What's something mm-hmm. that you want to do within yourself? you want to develop within yourself that would make you better when you come out of this or even while you're in it
0: yeah. So what are you developing over there?
1: Oh, what am I developing? Well, I'm one of the people that doesn't have a whole lot of time, but no, this is one thing I'm developing, what we're doing right now. Yeah. I think it would be very easy for either of us to say, okay, well, Corona, we're going to go ahead and put this on pause now, but we haven't, we we pivoted when this started Mm -hmm. and Going back to gratitude, I was really grateful that we already kind of had the mindset that we were going to be doing this remotely. We were already thinking about that literally before it happened because we don't live in the same state. But that wasn't a common thing. We were looking up podcasts that people were doing them remotely. Mm-hmm. And now everybody has to do it remotely. <laughs> so yeah, everybody is, because, <laughs> you know, we were thinking about like, how is it going to sound if you're over there and I'm in, you know, I'm here or we're doing it over the, you know, all these different ways, but everyone is doing it now. Everyone's doing Zoom or, and they, they had to develop more things for, so it actually made it a little bit easier for us to continue. So I was glad that we had already kind of been thinking about that. So I would say I'm developing this. I do have other ideas that I've been thinking about. I simply have not had the energy to start the development. Mm -hmm. But one of the things I've been disappointed about was um, Morgan and Kendall's birthday is the end of May. And the way things look now, they're not going to be able to have their typical big birthday party. Yeah. So, you know, I've been working through that, like, I just pretty much accepted it last week. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, probably about a week ago, I truly accepted the fact that they're not going to be able to have a party. We're not, we usually go on, like, a trip to Florida, something, because like, it's uh, Memorial Day weekend or that week. So mm-hmm. it's a celebration of the end of school and their birthday. And so this is just going to look really, really different. So I had to shift from okay. I'm disappointed. So now, how do I develop something else? Because we are going to celebrate their ninth birthday, yes. but how do I do that in this way? So we're looking at Zoom. Um, apparently, Sky Zone does free parties online. So oh. I found that. Yeah, you know, I got I put my research hat on. I stayed up to almost like two one night just researching all the different <laughs> ways. The people are doing Zoom parties. Cause I mean, but people have only been doing it for like a month. So it's not like I could find much. But yeah, so I'm I'm looking at that. And then of course I thought about well, can we still go somewhere? And that's still kind of up in the air. Like, how do you feel about that? So, because I am getting a little like, I want to change the scenery, but I don't know really how safe that is. But I want to go. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I thought about just taking a ride to the mountains and then coming back, but I don't want to deal with police stopping me and saying "go home" because then I would really be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to finally get the courage up to go and do that. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, I would say we have been watching videos of like beach scenes. That kind of helps a little bit, um, and practicing that mindfulness that we talked about in the last episode. So mm-hmm. if we're outside and the wind blows, I'm stopping to listen to the wind and how the trees are rustling. Um, mm-hmm. So that kind of helps take me away from I'm at home right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I saw I- that the other day on um, a TV. I think a uh, family did something like they made their living room look like they didn't put sand on the floor, but they put they decorated like it was the beach and they had mm-hmm. launch chairs out and stuff like that. I think that's cute, but I really want to go somewhere.
0: Yeah. I understand. But
1: I don't think I'm going to. Yeah. They did open up like you can get the rentals like in the mountains now again. But the people that live up there are like, please don't come up here. Yeah. And I I, I feel them on that, but I'm like, but I just want to go to the cabin. I'm not gonna come out. I'm not gonna (laughs) do anything else. I just want to go up there to a cabin. So that's still up in the air. But mm-hmm. that's something that I am developing. We're trying to come up with a um, a special way to celebrate their ninth birthday.
0: And yeah. I think I'm getting- it'll
1: come together.
0: It'll come together.
1: How about For you? Me, Is there anything-
0: I am. I have been disappointed that we cannot go to church. I miss church more than anything. So I end up watching probably at least three services on Sunday hmm But I have been developing um video editing skills. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so yeah. I for help your dad. My, yes, I help my dad out on Sunday after he records. I'm in charge of posting to YouTube. Um, so I edit the skills, edit the videos, and I do a couple other things. So that's been really fun. Um, just learning how to do that.
1: hmm So that's been fun. That so is. You, You'll be our video, you'll be our video editor when we start doing vlogging.
0: Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Initially, we'll see how the skills are at that point. But I'm also working on my new project since the chairs are done. Mm -hmm. So now I'm working on converting the playroom. I found some cabinets for really cheap at Lowe's, like $33. And Z picked them up. And I'm going to paint them and put them up in the room, in the playroom, so it will look like built-in. So I'll do the cabinets first and then the bookshelves down the line. So, yeah, working on those things.
1: Nice. You know, I
0: like to clean and organize.
1: I know, I know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I think it's good to develop. Like, those are things that I've wanted to do. And I like woodwork and I like the smell of wood and I like technology. So, I think it's good to develop skills instead of being disappointed. Because I was thinking, my, what was your word for this year? Do you remember? Oh, Lord. Faith and.
1: Oh, uh, action.
0: Yes. So you're Faith still doing it. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're still able to mm-hmm. do that. And mine was um, bloom.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So I'm still working on that as well. So I'm developing myself as well not just being disappointed in the way 2020 turned out. I still have goals that I would like to achieve, but I'm just reframing them into things that I can actually do at home. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, it's it's not that you have to give up the goal or the dream yeah. or the, the words that you said. It's just going to be, you're probably going to achieve it in a different way.
0: Yeah. And that's, and that's
1: okay. okay. And that is okay. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
0: Um, the next one we have is monotony because we're Ooh. probably doing the same thing all the time. Yes. Um, same schedule. I have the same routine Monday through Friday, just about and it, it does get bored bore, boring for us a little bit sometimes. and I notice the kids say that they're bored in some things. But you have to change that to motivation can you switch up the schedule a little bit can you turn mm-hmm. off Netflix a little bit um, mm-hmm. can you motivate yourself to go work on some of these things that you want to develop
1: definitely and I'm seeing now I, I believe, I'm believe i glad you did that one next because I think they're connected yeah <clears throat> that disappointment you can start seeing like if you feel like disappointed that things aren't going the way you wanted them to or you can't you're not able to do things the way you want it to then life feels more boring because you're not doing anything because you feel so limited. But mm-hmm. if you develop a new plan, then that's actually going to motivate you to do something, to take action. So there's no way to feel that like life is monotonous or boring because you're doing something because you develop that new plan. So they're really connected. So if you're feeling bored mon- like and like things are monotonous or disappointed, that means you need to develop something so that you feel motivated. Yeah, for sure. So I would say like um, I had been walking quite a bit and that got boring. Mm -hmm. So, of course, then, you know, I have to find a new way to get motivated because I still need to move my body. That's still a way for me to uh, Mm -hmm. to decrease anxiety or uh, just feel better to, to get a breather, to get out of the house, things like that. So I need to find a different way. So I have um, I found just a different route to walks to see something different. Or okay. um, I looked up dance workouts or I would take one of the girls with me and we would talk about a certain topic while on the walk. So that got me motivated to spend time with one of them individually and we would have a certain topic that we would talk about um, or to see, well, if I turn left instead of right, where is that going to take me? So it could be really small things that can keep you motivated to do the things that are healthy for you.
0: Mm-hmm. And for us, we started playing board games at night. So we pick a different game and we play and that kind of helps the routine because I want the boys to think outside the box too. They want to watch TV in the evening because they don't, we don't do screen time during the day, but at nighttime we'll pull out games and we play and play. I have learned that Simon is the most competitive person in this house. (laughs) I didn't know that before. Worse than me. (laughs) But that's been fun. And we, Mm -hmm. you know, just on a whim did that and it works. It's something Mm. we can do that's different. We change it up. And then sometimes we still do movie nights. We do picnics. You know, we like our living room picnics. Yeah. We throw those in there every once in a while, just to kind of break up the routine of things.
1: Yeah. something we did for the girls with school because we were finding that they I mean, they were like getting really burned out and because I told you like they have each video from the teacher is like 40 to 45 minutes long. they have four of those because it's two in English and, and no, two or three or four of those a day, plus the work that they have to do. So. We made some adjustments to that. We're like, we'll just do one language a day, so that's really, an, you know, about an hour and a half of the videos. Um, but also, um, Kevin and like, we have to find some new motivation for them. So mm-hmm. instead of letting them be burnt out and feel bored, and they were so tired of looking at the screen all day, so we came up with a treasure box, and they could earn points doing certain things or, you know, whether it's being well-behaved or doing your work independently, things like that. And they came up with the list of activities they wanted to be able to do if they earn certain points. So it could be like a family sleepover in the living room or they get to bake something with me. So now they have extra motivation to get through these in in a good way so they can earn these points and get to do these activities that really not a big deal, but it's something different. So now the end of each week, there's something right. else for them to look forward to.
0: Yeah. Because our internal motivators aren't the same anymore. Yeah. You, brought, you bring up a good point. Like normally in school, they're motivated by, okay, we get to go to PE or we get to go to lunch or we have recess coming up. But they mm-hmm. don't have that anymore. So that's good. And the brain breaks. Those little goals. Yeah things
1: were fun <laughs> we're Like, first. Um, I don't need to go another noodle right now.
0: <laughs> right. Go ahead, noodle. <laughs> Going over there. I, mean, I
1: feel so bad for them, too. And I know some parents that get frustrated. I mean, I felt the frustration, too, but I'm like, I can't even really be mad at them because I'd be sick of this, too. And I can't, you know, I got to sit yeah. here all day. I just want to go to school and see my friends or at least they would get a break and go to recess. But it's just these videos mm-hmm. and we can't anything else so I was like we got to figure out something else to make this to get us through over this hump because we got about three weeks left yeah. and it really it really is working and we have to give them something to look forward to.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's good. I like
1: that. Yeah, treasure box. It was just dollar store stuff <laughs> um, mm-hmm. so they can either get things out of the box like journals and pencils all that girly stuff they like or there's activities that they can save their points up for. So they are now saving up for, I think, a movie night plus a sleepover.
0: Mm-hmm. And you're teaching them financial literacy too at the same mm-hmm, time.
1: Miss mm-hmm. Kendall says <laughs> anyway. Kendall, she has. She still hasn't bought anything with her with her points yet because she's like she knows what she wants. She wants to have this sleepover and to bake this thing and to have movie night all in one all in one weekend. So she's saving all her points for that.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the big (laughs) thing. Good for
1: her. So um, one of the things that's also um, coming up for quite a few people is depression or sadness, prolonged sadness. Um, And I I mean, I think we're all pretty clear on why that can be happening. People spending a lot of time alone, financial problems, um, family issues. They're, you know, they said like the divorce rate has actually increased during this time. Yeah, I guess it's like people are realizing. Yeah, that, oh, that yeah. Time with
0: let's yeah. just go ahead and
1: get this done. We
0: don't
1: see. But- yeah. <laughs> I, why am I going to wait? And I would have to stay here with you. So let's just go ahead and get this done. Which you know it's, it's kind of sad, but I I guess I understand it, um, or just not being able to connect with people. I think about um, some single people or even senior citizens that might be living alone and used to people coming by to check on them and there's less of that happening or even some of the people in the senior um, living facilities where they can't have people come and see Mm -hmm. them. Um, But for those of us that are living just in our households and dealing with depression, we were thinking the reframe for that would be to get connected with your desires. Yes. So again, we're not focusing just on what we don't have The things have been taken away from us, what we can't do, but there's still things within us that we have a desire to do. Or there's still things that our body needs from us, ways for that we need to be taken care of that we can do for ourselves. We need to get connected to our desires.
0: Yeah, and I would say basic desires, things like taking a shower or eating something that you normally like to Mm -hmm. eat um order ahead and pick it up curbside um I would say do things like cutting your nails and combing your hair putting on your favorite outfit do some of those things at first if you're depressed right now just to get yourself through that hump Mm -hmm. so that you can think deeper than that so meet your basic desires first yes
1: that's great yeah start with basic and then that gets you um what's called activated it's like turning the light switch back on (laughs) as many times you know in depression it's like you just want to curl up in a ball and you're just in bed all day you don't feel motivated to do anything so as sabria said just take care of your body your basic needs and desires and then you'll feel motivated to do some of those other things. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I would also say, reach out to somebody Mm -hmm. call a friend that, you know, isn't going to be judgmental. That's going to talk you through it. That's going to check in on you um, just to make sure that you're all right. So don't let that depression go deeper, like tap into those desires so that you can challenge your behaviors, challenge your actions and challenge those emotions so that you can feel better so that you can do some of these other things on the list that we've talked about
1: definitely and after you've done what sabria said with you know getting those basic needs met then you have more clarity on what the real issue is so if it's like some people are actually feeling depressed because they can't go to church like that was their one that was everything i know plenty of people that's their social outlet that's where they feel um appreciate it. You know, there's a lot of things from going actually going to a church and feeling connected to your brothers and sisters like that. And to, to have that not available to you in the, the regular way really got people into a really low place. So as Sabria said, maybe yeah. look at this now as an opportunity. It's with that spiritual desire to connect with other people, maybe there's small groups that you can join online. There are churches that have opened up that to anyone. Like, it doesn't matter where you live, you can join a small group so you have people to to connect with. Or, as she said, listen to multiple church, multiple sermons, church hop t- on the Internet, <laughs> you know. Yes. <laughs> so that you can get that fulfillment um, that many of us are lacking because, I mean, that was a part of our lives. Going to a church mm-hmm. is a part of our life. And it is different. It just it does feel different to have church online.
0: Yeah. And you know, Sunday, we listened to John P. Key and Hezekiah yep. Walker, and that was really uplifting. Mm-hmm. So don't forget your worship songs during this time. Go back to those old hymns that you love and you used to sing. Tap into your wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, sing some of those worship songs that you've always loved. Yes. And play them every day set a, re- a reminder in your phone to play your worship music every day so you won't forget. that was
1: that was great even though the sound wasn't the sound wasn't great but it took me back I was like I remember this song yeah. and I was just smiling mm-hmm. I'm like this is amazing how this is really lifting my spirits right now thinking about you know yeah. a song from 1995 you know and so they can be small things but that's what we're saying if you get up if you go ahead and get dressed, get that phone and realize that John P. Key and Hezekiah Walker are doing a battle, then, then you can get that uplifting from that situation from um, yeah. that you make available to yourself. So mm-hmm. connect with your desires.
0: Yeah. So one that I wanna talk about is loneliness. Okay. And which relates to depression. Um, you're probably feeling alone. You may feel alone in your marriage. You may feel alone in your house. You may physically be alone. But I want you to try to challenge yourself to reframe that to love so that you can get to living. Mm. Um, And we believe that God loves all of us more than we could even imagine. You also have to know that people love you. You have friends, you have family, you have coworkers, um, people at your church love you. Reach out to some of those people and let them know what's going on. Um, Know that you are loved and you have always been loved and you're still loved during this time. Um, And once you do that, you'll get back to living. Reach out to someone and tell them, Hey, I'm feeling like this right now. Just let them know. They'll start to call you. They may schedule a church Mm -hmm. Bible study or a group chat or group zoom for you to get online and, laugh your best laugh mm, yes, so,
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> sometimes that's all that's needed is to get on the phone and laugh mm-hmm. with somebody so you can start to feel better yeah and acknowledge and then for marriage- oh, go ahead mm-hmm. for married couples Gottman is one of the leaders in marriage therapy he's offering free workshops free tips all the time um on Facebook and on Instagram and it's spelled G-O-T-T-M-A-N. Um, so I would say check him out and see what resources are available because he is great in helping marriages heal quickly. So you just have to tap into that.
1: He is highly recommended, yes.
0: What were you gonna say? Acknowledge?
1: Uh, acknowledge the loneliness or acknowledge feeling isolated. Um, Don't keep that to yourself. So it's very similar to what Sabria was saying, with really any of these, because um, feeling any of these but not talking about it can cause you to feel isolated because you feel like you're the only one or you feel like you're wrong for feeling that way. So if you acknowledge it within yourself, acknowledge it with God, acknowledge it with someone you trust, then you can get the help you need. So some, I know there are times where I felt maybe far from God and I say that. I say, I, can, I know I, I can't feel that love but by saying it, I can unblock whatever is there so that I can experience it. So or if it's love between you and your spouse, like go have a conversation about it. I'm feeling distant and we've been in this house together 24-7 for six weeks. What's going on? Mm-hmm. So if there's a lack or if you're feeling loneliness, I um, alone, isolated, talk about it especially if it's with someone that you know, um, you really want to fill that with, have a conversation about, communicate. And also therapy. Um, many insurance companies right now are waiving copays. Um, I know Aetna in particular, but many insurance companies that were not covering telehealth services are covering them now. So you can start therapy mm-hmm. right now if you want to and need to.
0: Yeah all over the country and the yes. world.
1: And our last one, What was there anything else you wanted to say about loneliness? Okay. No. Um, the last one that we, we had was fear. I think that's kind of in all of these, but fear, and we want to reframe that into both faith and freedom. And I believe what we said was that if we reframe fear to faith, we'll have, what we will have freedom to feel good in this yes. time that may maybe doesn't look good, but we can feel good within it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And fear also relates back to the anxiety we talked about. There are so many things that are unknown and that oftentimes causes fear. Mm-hmm. But what you do know is that you're safe in your home You do know that your family is home and healthy. You know that your children are protected because you're there with them. You know that your family is fine because you're reaching out to them. So turn to God, trust him, tap into your faith and gain freedom through him.
1: And that freedom will, you'll be able to, you'll be free to experience all these things that we've talked about. Free to experience gratitude, motivation, free to tap into your own desires, to use wisdom, to feel loved and start living your life and free to develop a new plan. But all that starts with letting go of fear and really tapping into faith, which means I don't believe in just what I can see. That's not what I'm, that's not what I think is real necessarily. That's not what I'm putting my whole faith in or my trust in. I'm putting it in something beyond me. I'm putting it in God and I know I'm taken care of. I am loved. And we're gonna be all right and we will get over we will get through this
0: yes that's that's good so don't forget to challenge yourselves past these emotions that you're feeling that are unpleasant emotions so that you can do these things and reach out to people who love you and who will be there for you because we're all here in this together And we're going to get through this together.
1: Yeah. So this show was called I'm So Over This. And I believe many of us are. But the chill pill for today is that you could be over it, but know that we will get through it together, separately in our own homes. Before you go, don't forget to like, share, and follow us at Chill Out Mama Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also email us at chilloutmamapod at gmail.com. We'll have brand new episodes every Tuesday, so we look forward to you joining us next time.